Alright, this is Rantify. You should know why we're here, so let's go. Uh, we're going to go over, in my opinion, the best two teams in free agency so far with the preseason starting on December 11th. So, uh, Rob Palinka and the Lakers. Uh, Rob Palinka is already making himself an early candidate for uh, Executive of the Year. And while he's really retooling the Lakers into even an honestly even tougher challenge than what they were last year, getting pieces like Montrez and trading for Dennis Schroeder, making the Lakers much more of a formidable opponent out east, or sorry, out west, than what they really were. Um, as I feel like losing Danny Green, but getting um, Wesley Matthews to fill that void, which honestly he. He does. He hasn't played in any like big finals like Danny Green has, but in the finals that Danny Green played, he didn't really play that. He didn't really play that well, honestly. So you know, it's really a, a bet, a little like investment right there with no not knowing what he could really do to you, do for you. But you also pick up Montrez Harrell, who's great off the bench, probably will be a starter, I would assume, beside Anthony Davis. So you have an offensive duo. Right there in the front court, and you have LeBron James, who who will probably be your point guard, uh. But as a point forward, obviously, like he did in, for the Lakers last year, as you do have Dennis Smith, who does apparently want a starting role, or said he can be a starter, uh, for this Lakers team. So, uh, the it's all really how Frank Vogel wants to play it out, but I believe that that's a very good move for them. And uh, you do lose JaVale McGee, you lose Danny Green, you lose Dwight, and you lose Rondo. But honestly, having these guys that they picked up so far be able to sort of patch it up in a way seems like it's totally fine that they, for what they've lost is what uh, what they've gone back. Like getting Mark Gasol, who's been in a championship, who who is defensive-minded. he And he can sort of rebound, but... The Raptors, they weren't really the best rebounding team uh, while Marc Gasol was there. Well, really, really, they were never really a good rebounding team like that, in my opinion. But having Mark, having um, Montrez and having Davis, that, that's totally fine. I can totally patch that up. Like They have pieces that can cover other pieces' weaknesses, which is perfect for that, that they did that, honestly. And... Uh, you pick up Jordan Bell and you pick up Alfonso McKinney. Uh, you re-sign KCP. You re-sign Marcus Morris. Those are also great moves in my opinion. As you pick up Alfonso, who he can get you a bucket or two, I guess. You pick up Jordan Bell, who he was uh, he was supposed to be like a Dennis Rodman player, which he hasn't really come into, but he's been on the championship team. So has Alfonso. So they 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 know what it's like to be out there without really playing that much but if you really needed them they could probably give you some sort of effort on the court because they're NBA players at the end of the day so you know they, they'll give you some sort of result and for my second team um, it is honestly a surprise to me uh, the Atlanta Hawks you pick up Danilo Gallinari you pick up Rondo you p- and you surprisingly you get Bogdan which I didn't see Bogdan really going to Atlanta, as I honestly felt like whatever team would offer him a contract, they would, the Kings would instantly just match it, because he is a great piece. He's a very good piece for any team, and you get and you draft Oneka 
a Kong Wu. Uh, he's a great. He seems like a very good lob threat to me, and he's defensive minded from what I've heard. So he's probably gonna be a great pickup for Atlanta, as they probably obviously need more defense. But you already have Clint Capella, and you already have uh John Collins. Uh, but they did get rid of Dwayne Dedman, which was expected, obviously. So, you do end up, you have Oneka, who could end up taking that Dwayne Dedman role, who is a shooter. He can he can shoot, but not really, but he, he's more of a defender. So, assuming you would probably trade Clint Capella in the coming future. Maybe just keep Oneka off the bench for this year. Maybe start him a couple games, who knows. If uh, Clint wants uh, really performs or not, but probably down the line, you would probably want to trade Clint Capella, get some pieces, some uh, picks or something, get pieces that can support your bench because um, you have Danilo, yeah, you have Rondo, but honestly speaking, those two pieces themselves, uh, Rondo's already pretty old, so you can't really. I don't see this team as a win now team. So, this is probably to more mentor Trey Young as he learns from a playmaking ball handler that can defend. So, and he has championship experience. So, he could build Trey into an even better player than what he already is as an offensive killer. Yeah. He has super range and if you if you learn from Rondo, you'll probably be learning all this great basketball IQ that Rondo has. And you add Chris Dunn who honestly would be great for um, Trey Young as he's very defensive-minded who, in Chicago, he also played small forward. So you have another backup wing, wing technically. Um, so having Chris Dunn, that that can allow Trey Young to focus more on, off, on the offensive side of the game while having someone he can lean back on. And Danilo, he's, just, he's been a bucket since... Ever since that OKC, like OKC, even even then he was always a bucket, but in OKC he really showed his role and he was able to play in his role, which is obviously something that every team would want, as he also wanted him. Any team really could use a Danilo Gallinari, as long as you know you can use him properly. And with Bogdan again, you also have Cam Reddish, you have DeAndre Hunter, and you have Kevin Herter. Maybe you trade some of those pieces, get a better bench, and you maybe you develop them and have them as your bench. Have them run small forward, power forward, shooting guard, whichever position they end up being able to play in. Cause honestly, you could have them you could have them running small forward, power forward, shooting guard. But you would have, you know, you would have Bogdan down the line as probably your starter for now, as these guys are still developing. But honestly speaking, I could probably see these guys down as a uh, maximum five seed out east, five seed out east, and um, I don't really see much of that, like them going on to the next round. Probably a first round exit, honestly. Um, probably gonna lose out to, uh, maybe the Raptors would end up with the five, uh, the four seed. Could all could be the Heat. Um, I probably see the Bucks being the first seed, honestly speaking. But we'll get to probably the seeding games or the seeding predictions down the line as the season does end up beginning. So, yeah, that's the episode. Talk to you soon.